0: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.
1: Welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show, More G.I. Joe Series 2. Guys, are you kidding me right now? This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stekanis.
2: I wish you were kidding. I wish to God that were the case. <laughs> but here we are. I'm Robert Clark Chan.
1: I'm Gina Bolito, And we are talking about part one of a exciting, thrilling. When I when I saw that this next one was going to be a two-parter, I got a little giddy.
3: Ray's... Ray's joking. Ray and Chan hated these the, these parts one and parts two. Uh, that's absolutely I not true. I did not.
1: That is not true. I did not hate it. I was just okay. Yeah, maybe I hated a little, but my point is, I still kind of liked it.
3: I I think it's because you both hate women because there were a lot of women, more women than had been it. in the rest of this GI Joe series. Both, I think, at least one of these episodes passed the Bechdel test. Oh my gosh! So I think you hate women.
2: Uh, I think that was the only redeeming quality it had, <laughs> yeah. which no, brings to it, up it to <laughs> almost the level of watchable. Yeah. But by almost, I mean there's a. I'm making uh, gestures with my hands, yeah, and that's yeah. not a small uh, distance no, between them. Wh- I mean,
1: wh- I, what, I was wh- over this episode uh, almost immediately. There was a lot of just very hacky stuff happening, and then we got introduced to a certain establishment, a certain bakery which we'll get to when we get to, brought me all the way back.
3: I think, I think what Chan is saying is he'd vote for a woman G.I. Joe, but just not this woman G.I. Joe. Just not G. this I. woman
1: G.I. Uh-huh. Joe. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and coincidentally, not that one either.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but eventually you'll find one that you do like. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with Tulsi. <laughs> oh, God. God bless America. Uh, we're talking about a two-parter called D-Day at Alcatraz, part one. Next week will be part two. That's how the show works.
3: Can I say right off the bat? Please do. So this this starts with like a guy in the snow whose name is Sub-Zero. No, it
2: starts with reindeer. It starts. I thought it was a moose. Let's not forget.
3: It's got antlers. Yeah. But not moose antlers. I thought it had moose antlers. D- no. It has deer yeah, antlers.
1: It has reindeer antlers. I mean, it's fine. Hey, listen, we're in Lapland. Yeah, we're in Lapland. Very important.
3: But then, but then there's like a, there's a GI Joe named Sub Zero. I don't yeah. know if we've met him before.
2: He's uh,
1: been
3: around,
1: but not featured.
2: Sub Zero is. Uh, which wait, one are you going with? Mortal oh, Kombat. Wait, okay, Mortal Kombat. I was
3: going Mortal Kombat. Oh, I thought
2: Chan was going to go Running Man. Snow Job. Right, right. We right, had right, right. Snow
3: Job before
1: that's, Iceberg, that's
2: the thing. Frostbite. Right. Okay. So this is
3: so. Right off the bat, I'm annoyed that we're in the snow and they introduce a new snow centric GI Joe that's instead of just in snow. using Snow Job. Yeah. And then I immediately hate him because he complains about how cold it is. Like motherfucker, how are you going to call yourself Snow <laughs> s- Sub 0 <laughs> and then complain and be like, but it's cold, like See, it's it's like his first line is like, yeah. "I don't want to be here because it's cold." If you
1: hate the cold, perhaps don't sign up to be the Arctic specialist Ye- in GI yes, Joe. Yes, this is what I'm saying.
3: Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, olden days, Snow Job would be shirtless. He'd, be, ch- he'd be Rocky Four training, montaging in the snow. He'd be he'd be oiling himself up before he goes out there. He doesn't feel the cold.
1: The thing is, in, in series in season one, GI Joe or series one, GI Joe, the real American hero, you know. Sunbow stuff that we already had that character. His name was Iceberg and oh, he turned yeah. into a whale at one point. But his yeah. whole character was, oh, yeah, you know, his whole, his whole character was he's from Brownsville, Texas. Uh He's from like one of the hottest parts of the country and he hates the snow, but he likes himself when he's angry. So he's a snow trooper. So we kind of already have that character and we just choose to use a different a uh, 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 more
2: Caucasian version called Sub Zero. Oh wow! No, I just pulled up the uh, file card because I'm like, well, I I I, sh- I want to know more about the Sub Zero and Please the do. quote. Here we God go. God willing,
1: we do it for a No Here Joe.
2: Yeah, uh, I started reading. <laughs> Don't I was worry like, about that. I probably should have saved it. Oh wow. No, we're fine. Mm-hmm. We're fine. All the other GI Joe Arctic specialists like the cold. Not Sub Zero! Exclamation point. I yep. hate it. He us. hates it. To the max. To the max. All ah. caps. 90s. All 90s, caps. 90s character. Ah. Yep. It drives him so far up the wall that it brings out a special kind of meanness unheard of in the Western world. Whoa. We're talking what are we trying to say about that? Maximum meanness. Again, all caps. Maximum meanness. So why does he keep volunteering for cold weather assignments? Because he enjoys being mean. Wait,
3: so it's literally the exact it's same It's literally character? the same
2: character as Iceberg.
3: Wait, go to iceberg. But character, he's white. Character. but he's white.
2: Yeah,
1: he's white. And he has a frilly uh a hood that he wears. Well, we yeah. never we see oh, him for like the first few bad. seconds,
3: and then that's it, right?
1: He disappears. Yeah. He's he's around, but yeah, because we only spend the first part of this episode in the in Lapland, and yeah. So and then we're gone. Which why this had to be Lapland because we wanted to give some Zero some lines. I mean, that's that's really where it comes down to. Mm. Um, they're up there. Uh, uh the MacGuffin is they're looking for a Cobra base. Okay, uh, they're and they're theorizing that maybe Cobra. Uh, Is so afraid of G.I. Joe, they retreated so deep into their Cobra base they can't be found. Okay. Which, okay, sure. Uh, I
3: I missed all of this. I wasn't sure why they were there. I wasn't sure why anyone was there. It's really
1: unimportant to most of anything.
3: I've noticed a lot of these Deke episodes are now we're in the desert with some flimsy excuse for why we're here.
1: I'm not going to pretend the Sunbow episodes didn't do that as well, but I I felt like at least they justified it slightly better than I think there's a base here.
3: Or at least like I I understood it better, I guess. Maybe I just zone out more.
2: They got uh, intel. Well, they did get intel. That's right.
3: Uh, I, but do we find? Big plot point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We that's
2: big,
1: true. big forgotten.
3: I, think I plot just zoned point. out. So well,
1: no, here's I, the deal.
2: There's definitely a point in these notes where there's just a long line of L's because I fell asleep.
1: <laughs> oh my, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: my finger was just on the Perfect. L key. Oh my god! should <laughs> be a good one.
1: Uh, so okay. So <laughs> so we have an argument between Cobra Commander and Destro because they oh. want to lose this battle and they're afraid that they forgot to tell Metalhead. And each one was supposed to tell Metalhead we're supposed to lose this battle. So they're very concerned that Metalhead will single-handedly win them this battle Mm -hmm. against G.I. Joe. And in my mind, I'm like, based on what? Based on what frame of reference, yeah. what example in the past are you using I feel like where we've Metal seen him be this.
3: successful a few times. When he
1: had his grandma helping him. Yeah. Yeah, she's not there.
3: Also, I know I started this off by saying I liked it. I, I, <laughs> you kind, of, do. I kind of lied. I <laughs> like parts of it. But this Laurel and Hardy shtick
2: between so Cobra Commander
3: that. and Destro. It's not This good. is now, we've had it several episodes. Yeah. yeah. And it's the I new hate normal. it. Because I, I like when Destro used to just be like, Cobra Commander Commander's ridiculous. But now he's like, who's on first? What? Who's on second? What? And it's like not well-written no. yeah. shtick. It's just so hacky. Well,
1: I think it also hurts a lot because we have, I mean, in my mind, obviously I'm a big Sunbow fan and the first two seasons I thought did a lot of really good character work, all things considered. And they really established Destro and like his lane. You know, and they really said Destro is a very, very competent individual. Yeah. He's kind of the leader of his group. He, he's a brilliant scientist, creates weapons, and he's the arms dealer of Cobra. And yes, he thinks he should be in charge of Cobra, but if he ever a- a- uh, achieved that position, he'd be really bad at it because he's not a leader of men. Also and I, I love that that's, that all happens in Sunbow. And here, he's just a guy who is. Is goofy
3: uh, yeah i don't i don't like the goofiness and i don't like he he it feels like he takes a lot of crap from cobra commander too much and he's very deferential to him and it's it's weird and it makes him just feel like a toady what do
1: you say that basically destro is the second banana of this show
3: i don't i'm not familiar with <laughs> that uh term sir <laughs>
2: This is It's a
3: very common term. Everybody knows. Hashtag
2: second this banana. Is, this is
3: why we need to record before the podcast.
2: We for the true fans. There was we. <laughs> Ray mentioned that literally more than an hour and a half ago,
3: <laughs> and off we air. It we, back. And he's doing a callback.
2: He's doing a, call doing back a callback to back. a thing that would, that nobody. Un- No, everybody out there
1: knows what a second banana is. So when I I said it, everybody was nodding their heads, being like, Mm -hmm. "I understand that." Right. I was actually
3: on your side that I thought it was a thing, and then I looked it up, and it was a
2: thing. Thank you. It's a thing. Second banana.
3: Second banana. Top banana. banana.
1: Guys, who's your favorite second banana at all? Hit us up at GI Joe Podcast hashtag Second Banana. Of course, that wasn't
2: the point. He said fourth banana and was just, trying yeah. to sell fourth <laughs> banana as if that were a thing. It's a bit. Because if you the second banana,
1: that's like one thing. But if you're the fourth banana, you're way down the totem pole.
2: You're not.
3: not you're
1: there are no
2: bananas so on many, totem you're poles. you
3: mixing so many metaphors.
2: Uh, my problem, I, and I, I may have uh, said this before, but like, yeah, this is a show about uh, military people fighting yes. and to like, sure, if you want to do like a screwball thing. Uh, go ahead and and do that. Sure. Um, it's it's a lot harder to do, uh, when you know there are these people who are actively trying to murder each other. You know, like teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a bunch of cute animals that uh are are uh doing martial arts. Uh, you know, you're juxtaposing that weirdness, but this is like. Here are army people with guns trying to kill each other, but also whoop 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 whoop. whoop. They're doing this shtick. Yes. It'd be like if they tried to make Hannibal into a children's cartoon. <laughs> I'd watch it. Like I'd watch it. There would be problems with the tone.
3: But <laughs> I, tone I think issues. here's the thing. My I'm yeah. I'm even less. I care even less about that. But just introduce if you're if you want a comedic foil for Cobra Commander just get a new character who that's his thing. Well, that's exactly. what metalhead, that's what metalhead is. Oh, yeah, but then, but, but then in that, in this case, it's like, you don't need Destro, this previously sort of, you know, stodgy, serious yeah. character to be coming in it, and being like, I didn't do it. You problem. did it. I didn't do it. You did it. I yeah. didn't do it. You did it. The like, show go back and forth like that for way too long. Way too
2: long. The showrunner uh, is mining old Lockhorns territory. Uh, it's it's very much married couple humor. Yep. Which again, like, uh, if you want to do that, fine. But you're creating tone problems with this show that e- even from the beginning of Deke uh, years, it still you know doesn't fit right.
1: I mean, let's face it. Like they they started tonally very different than Sunbow, even though it had only been a couple of years yeah. in between G.I. Joe the Movie and this. They just decided they're going to take it. They're going to G.I. Joe skewed for what? 10 year olds, I think, is what Buzz was talking about when he was here. This seems to skew towards seven or eight year olds. Like they went in the other direction.
3: Right. Like, but also real stupid seven. Oh, real stu- like yeah, yeah, stupid. Like the stupid ones. Well, okay.
1: So let's 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 go over. So we got a uh, cool snowboarding cobras. We got any opinions on these guys? I thought they were kind of neat. Uh that they were they were like riding snowboards. The snowboarding was not a thing in like ninety one.
3: I don't remember this.
1: That's fine. There's a battle sequence where Cobra essentially sends these cool snowboard guys. Don't remember. And then they all get beat. Because then uh, they say it's time for Sky Patrol, a very common refrain over the next two episodes.
2: Sure, sure. Like this, I understand. We're introducing a whole bunch of new vehicles and branded you know, characters Crazy to thing. sell toys. No,
1: they're not. What? That's the thing. Sky Patrol involves three types of vehicles. One of them is the shark normally piloted by Deep Six, the underwater vehicle. Now, uh, reapply. Now, it flew before, but now it's a flying vehicle. I believe the other one's called, I think it's called the Havoc, and that already existed. It's just a different color now. And the other one was not the Sky Striker, and I'm, I'm completely blanking the name of it, but it's the other newer airplane that uh, 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 Slipstream was the pilot of, because I used to have one.
2: Okay, hold on now. Coated with a scientifically advanced radar reflective protectant. Oh, okay. So they... Yeah, they they. Uh, but they're rebranding uh, old they, vehicles. They reskinned old vehicles. Yeah, that makes total sense. Now they're shiny, and we you we will buy them again. Uh, I don't. I, yeah. know. I
1: guess I I guess I want creativity. I want new vehicles. If you're gonna have a new thing, I don't just want the same things hopped up again.
2: Yeah, I I understand what this is, so That's I fine. I accept it.
1: Speaking of accepting it and understanding what it is, Captain Gridiron, a big hero of these Next Step Two episodes,
3: mm. and I just wrote here Gridiron. Ugh. Is that football helmet guy?
1: That's football helmet guy. Yeah. Oh,
3: I don't understand. I was spent a lot of this episode wondering how how poor his peripheral vision is in that football helmet. <laughs> what kills
1: me about Captain Gridiron is that He's, I mean, he's essentially, he's a character who played football at a collegiate level, I believe we established. And all he wants to do is make football puns and compare everything to situations in football games. Yeah.
3: At least Which, he's got a thing, I guess. It's fine.
1: And I'm fine with that. It's the fact that he's in the highest leadership position on this show.
2: Yeah. Also
1: doing that is where, and I know, General Hawk is around, yes. But day-to-day operations, it's really, it's Gridiron's thing. And he's still doing that from a leadership position where we're supposed to take him more seriously, but he's doing things like, it's fourth and goal and we're gonna punch it in. And it's just like I, w- no. I wanna know
3: if his if his football helmet is military grade.
1: Oh, it has to
3: be. Like right. I don't understand. Is it like what the, the is it made of the same stuff that soldiers wear or is it just made of normal football helmet stuff?
1: I mean, I can't get too on GI Joe series two for weird outfits. Cause you got to remember we're coming from gung ho with no shirt on. Yeah. Quick kick. Like we talk about standard but here's military guard. Here's
3: the thing. I feel like old GI Joe did a better job of putting different outfits on them. Yes. Whereas new GI Joe is like, ah, slap some different headgear. Mm hmm. On a they love the on a gear. character, like no. every character has headgear, it makes it impossible to tell who they are. And they
1: all wear the same three color palette.
3: Yeah, it's not. There's it's no like. I'm just waiting for when shipwreck shows up. I know it'll happen ah, at some point. It's gonna happen at some point. Otherwise, I'm quitting everything.
2: You no true shipwreck fan. I uh, keep, loved shipwreck. You keep coming. Uh, coming you like shut you know. your mouth. And yet, and yet. Ray got friended by Look, the I wasn't Neil Ross. That's yes, right. I am now Facebook friends with yeah, Neil Ross. And Gina was like, "Who's
1: that?" I don't know that names We've moment. established,
3: that I don't know names. I mean, also
1: a fact. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I haven't reached out yet. I will reach out to see if you would like to come on the show. I would love to hear with the voice of Shipwreck and let's face it, hundreds and hundreds of other voices from our childhood. Yeah. And he and he's out there selling a book, so he might come on. So Ooh. yeah, he's he's got actually the book sounds awesome. So maybe I'll buy one and then just be like, "Hey, Mister." Okay. <laughs> Come
2: sign our book, huh? Ah, you have to do a podcast now. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. You took, you
3: accepted my friend request.
2: I'm going to mercilessly bother you. I mean, it worked for everybody else we've had on this show.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, just G- saying, Gina loves it when uh, you email her for stuff. So, like, don't, how could it not work for you? Don't
3: email me. Don't DM
2: me. If you're
3: doing a comedy
1: show anywhere in the country, here's the email address to send an invite to.
3: I want, Gina, I oh, what's up? I want to live like a hermit? Is that too? much? much to ask
1: it probably (laughs) is i want to
3: live like i am i'm in a cave and then every once in a while i emerge only for things i want to do
1: cut to 20 years from now gina's pulling the howard hughes with the long
3: nails
2: yeah she's got in her house is a can of (laughs) water-packed tuna (laughs) oh
3: my
1: goodness that's all i need so Cobra decides at this moment that they would like to surrender because they know the only one prison somehow, the only one prison Cobra uh, gets taken to where they get taken in by G.I. Joe is now Alcatraz.
2: Also, real quick, this is the point where uh, they're surrendering and fucking metal. Has- but,
3: but I don't mother-
2: He starts crying like a baby. Yeah, there's, there's and,
3: something wrong. We've established that there's something seriously wrong. Oh, with him.
1: definitely. He's taken. I believe he's taken one too many shots to the head. I think. It, I think it blasts. goes. Be,
3: I think it goes beyond that. I think it's a. I think it's a. You know. I think it's. I think he got a vaccine oh, that went wrong. All right, Jenny McCarthy, <laughs> lay it on
1: me. <laughs> Uh, No, no, I I mean mean,
3: he's always he's always very he can't handle anything and he's constantly overstimulated. That is a fact.
2: As as this show has progressed, (laughs) and uh, uh, Cobra Commander and Destro have become this weird uh, married couple, Metalhead has become their child. That is there is literally places in this episode where and and I'm like what. Why are you doing that? I took I took the child last time. Now you have to take the
1: child. Yeah, it also
3: feels like it also feels like around this time was when they were first starting to recognize that ADD was a thing. Oh, yeah. my, my mom was a special ed teacher, and I remember her her talking about it, but. And and it seems like this ki- this guy is supposed to appeal to those ADD kids.
1: Had I watched this more when I was younger, because uh, I didn't watch a lot of series too, um, I probably would have loved Metalhead. Yeah, you lot. would have
3: been like, yeah. I get this guy. I, this guy gets me. He's he's always he, he can't moderate his emotions. Nope. He's always either way too excited or or sad. It's or... Real, it
1: gets real down. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of, I wonder if he's like bipolar.
3: Oh, maybe
1: maybe. Um, well, so Cobra gets arrested and put in... So I love this because they're being transported to prison all still in their uniforms. Like, Metalhead yep. still has his missiles. Yep. And I'm like, what is happening right and now? And even
3: when they're put in Alcatraz, they all are still allowed to have their helmets. Yeah. And I don't think... Yeah. I I mean, I, I guess I get it. I get that, like, you can't have Cobra Commander take off his, his helmet. Well, you're not going to do that. And you can't have Destro take... And, and I guess they're also not going to animate no. all the all the other, like, background Cobra's faces. I mean, th-
1: this is a point where you just have to suspension of disbelief it. I know, but at some weird. point you think
3: someone, someone would say, hey, maybe it's not Alcatraz. Maybe it's, like, a different prison with its own rules. Or maybe we at least say, oh, we tried to get their helmets off, but they started fighting, and so we're just... I don't know. It seems like one line. Just give me one line about why they're allowed to do this.
1: Well, instead, we get a line about how there's a, a MacGuffin sub. There's a sub, big time military submarine, uh-huh. thankfully parked right next door to Alcatraz, where the most important weapon in the world is located right next to the prison we keep Cobra at and only at that prison. I mean, this is like, what do you see? See that meme where it's like nuclear reactor and then like, uh, 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 oh gosh, what is it? Like uh, insect <laughs> hive? And they had the two are right next to each other, and it's like there could be a problem here. Mm. You know, you've seen that meme when I'm talking about.
2: Nope, nope
1: talking But there's
3: about. a Family Guy bit where it's acupuncture needles next to. Poison tipped needles. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Same style, right there. Yeah, there's a, and I forget the exact. I'm already butchering the meme, but it's funny. I laughed. No, I made a po- ha ha m-
3: meme. Police are coming for you. They're
1: coming for me. So now, guys, we meet a warden Dandridge.
3: Oh, she's hot. Now, also, I immediately assumed it was the baroness. I
1: immediately assumed yeah. it was Serana. <laughs> yep, immediately. This is this is the one thing I'm going to give this episode credit for. I'm going to spoil it right now. She was she's a, warden a, Dandridge. Yeah, she's a normal lady. Time.
3: Yeah, I I actually I actually was into it. Yeah, this is this is where it started to redeem itself a little bit for me. Yeah. A hot hot lady, Pathfinder clearly has a bone for her. Oh, he's
1: he's very uncomfortable he's, around he her. He
3: goes boner town immediately. Yeah. I just
1: wrote Pathfinder is thirsty.
3: Yeah, he goes boner town immediately, and then and then she's not having any not of it. A little
1: bit, yeah. She like threatens to kick him out of the prison. Yeah, yeah, she
3: she runs a tight a tight ship, and uh uh something terrible is going to happen to her if all those prisoners escape at some point she's she's not going to there was ba- some bad things moments. are going to happen to her yeah.
2: unfortunately warden danridge uh, was introduced uh and imme- and i i was like okay and then immediately uh all thoughts of her got wiped out of my brain because it was <laughs> followed up by boing boing
1: I told you uh, leading into this <laughs> episode, I said, get the sound effects cues ready because there's a lot of them. Are in this. there
3: cartoons this. now? Are there current cartoons that do sound effects like that? Because I assume so. It feels so hacky and <laughs> I can't, hacky. I mean, maybe like really, maybe like those cartoons that are made for like two and three year olds, I could imagine.
1: No, those don't do it. That's too immature for those shows. I don't know.
3: Also, I, I hate it's the a fact SpongeBob.
1: that. I think SpongeBob. I'm thinking SpongeBob does it. does it, yeah. No,
3: SpongeBob is sophisticated.
1: Um, SpongeBob, I think, 100% does it. Are you sense. watching the same SpongeBob?
3: Yeah. I love SpongeBob. Uh, Not a fan. What?
2: Not a fan of SpongeBob.
3: What is wrong uh, with I you?
2: started showing it to my kid, and uh, he enjoys it
1: yeah and i haven't shown it to luna maybe i'll maybe i'll change my opinion on this at some
3: point oh it's so good there's a there's a sequence where they're they're in like a museum and everything and patrick's there and everything has like a sign that says don't touch and patrick looks at it and he goes touch and then a guard goes don't touch and then he just goes to the next one and he goes touch and he and the guard goes don't touch and it I think about it too often. This is very upsetting. (laughs) Um,
1: Okay, so now all the Cobras are in the prison, and we cut to the library. Now, did you guys notice this really interesting choice that they decided to make in the show? Because Destro wears a metal face mask. It is his family's mask, and it represents his royal connections. Nowhere in there... Does he also have metal arms like Jacks from Mortal Kombat? Uh,
2: I don't know what, uh, but he
1: does here. Does he? He's wearing I, I, a short sleeve prison shirt with gold
2: arms that come all the way down.
3: Wait, f- so this is an animation error, or
2: it's it's it seems to me clearly a what choice. I what I saw look like skin tone.
3: Oh, uh,
2: and I don't, so I don't know. Uh, we were watching a poor quality rip.
3: Oh, we, is, we this say, so, is this a what color is the dress? argument you're gonna it's gonna be the screen grab it and post it online and say i see his arms as skin color yeah i see his arms as gold it no what does what does everyone think and it'll take off and it'll make you guys famous
1: guys i just got internet famous (laughs) uh
2: real quick though didn't the uh did the person who posted the dress get famous
3: no you know
1: that famous person (laughs) who posted the dress
3: i mean someone had to own the dress right
2: did they? Did people buy more of the dress?
3: Yeah, actually, they they there were a lot of Halloween costumes based on the dress. But there did were they a buy that people, dress? Well, they bought a, 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 I guess maybe a knockoff of that dress. So
1: knockoffs of that dress made a buck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the designer had to give them the I don't know. Uh, but also, I I enjoyed this library sequence. I thought like, ooh, prison library. That's a good. That's a good setting. And the fact that he's by himself and he's already kind of crazy and then he hears a ghost. No, I enjoyed this. Ghost of Alcatraz, yeah. I enjoy this. But also, I hate how dumb G.I. Joe is in this series. In all of this series, <sighs> they, after years of never capturing yep. Cobra, they catch them all in one shot. All in one shot. And don't and think that's take them all weird. to the same prison, which, by the way, is a civilian prison. Yeah, it's like, right. It's not... It's not it's- um, it's not a mill. They're not taking them to like a military prison. No. They're not taking them to like a terrorist Guantanamo. It's type not Guantanamo place. Bay. Yeah. It's just an, a normal prison with I'm assuming civilians there.
1: With well, this no because this is the thing. Uh, uh, I will I will I will slightly correct, but you're mostly right. Is because they made a plot point about this. Is Warden actually has some exposition. Uh, Warden Dandridge she says, okay, so we all know that Alcatraz used to be a prison, and then we changed it into a gift shop and museum. Uh-huh. Then we repurposed it back into a prison again, just to hold Cobra.
3: But. Am I wrong? Are there not other prisoners there or no? I think
1: it's just Cobra uh, prisoners. And the ghost, I guess. And the ghost who, who never got out when it was turned into a gift shop.
3: Yeah, okay. All right. Bad
1: job right. him now that I think about it because Yeah, yeah. Well, we okay, we learned the ghost is a uh, a prisoner who's been on the run for 30 years. Yep. wanting to be the first person to ever escape Alcatraz.
3: Yeah, so he's been on Alcatraz all this time. He's just been like digging tunnels and trying to like test his way out. Yeah. When he could have been transferred to another prison, I he guess, when, have, they, when they shut it down.
1: He could have hidden in the trunk of someone's car who showed up for the gift shop and museum. Yeah, or threatened and someone left.
3: and escaped. Also, I'm assuming this guy is like, has murdered a lot uh, of people. Okay,
1: okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Because we are very cavalier about the fact that he was a prisoner at Alcatraz. And at
3: the end, they, they, yeah, they get him released. But he first, he shows up as a ghost to freak out.
1: He's a weird freak out go yeah because all he wants to do is f with metalhead
3: which I this appreciate is one purpose. I like I think I think it's hilarious I think it's if you're good. if you're if you've been by yourself on Alcatraz for 30 years you got to entertain yourself somehow
1: I mean sure makes sense to me so we, uh, we learned Cobra's going to attack the sub oh crap who who saw this one coming?
3: I don't understand. At some point they say, oh, first we take over Alcatraz and then the world. Because the
1: he sub said has said
2: that yeah. at least three times. Yeah. First Alcatraz, then the world.
1: Well, the and sub, sub has, sure has a weapon. That... Well, the sub that... has a weapon that could take over the world, except we learn what that weapon is, and it really can't
2: do that. <laughs>
3: I don't even remember what the weapon is. Again, I, a, I think I blacked out during parts of this. It's
2: a solid weapon. It's a, uh, a, a PM something. It's a okay. It's uh, it's
1: called okay. I hold it. I wrote this down because this is very very important information. I, it, I've lost it. It's somewhere. <laughs> we'll the PM find, generator. PM generator. What it is is oh. it's, a, it's EMP an EMP generator. It's an EMP. It's an antenna right, right. that shoots out for five mile radius. It for shoots out a pyramid of darkness, basically.
2: Five mile, which, I mean, honestly, if that were a thing, it you'd uh, be able to do some serious damage with you that. You could
1: do damage with it, but could you could you take over the world with it?
2: I mean, I don't
1: know. It's no. it, a defensive weapon.
3: Oh you wait, would, with an EMP that's big enough, you could absolutely take over the world.
1: But
2: only five miles from where you are right now. Right, but they couldn't get boat. they couldn't get you <laughs> at any point. No. Yeah, uh, and, unless they uh, sent like an actual like a, a nuclear bomb. You know, yeah. e- everything would get shut down within a five mile sure. radius. Uh, also, problem with the five mile radius—they never showed a five mile radius at any point. It did not seem to be it five was miles. Always like three hundred feet max. It was not very. Long. I mean, what yeah. you
3: would what you would do if you were if you were smart is you would go to the U.S. government and say, "Hey, I have this thing. It's an EMP. It can it can knock out everything. It's going to really fuck things up. People will die with pacemakers. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You won't have." access to any of your, you know, like shit, like your weapons and crap. I'm going to demonstrate and then they demonstrate it. And then they say, if you if you want this weapon back, you'll give us whatever we want.
1: Well, the U.S. military has this weapon right now. So maybe that already happened.
3: Uh, Are you saying what
1: Cobra would do with it?
3: Yeah, I'm saying what Cobra should do with it. Yeah. Instead of, yeah, like you just give, you sort of go to the major cities of the world, knock out their power, and then
1: say... Yeah, also... Unless they're inland, five miles or more.
2: Alcatraz, however, is within five miles of san francisco also wondered about that yeah so Uh, san
3: francisco's full of hippies they don't use electricity so (laughs) this is the part that i guess i
1: just (laughs) didn't understand because if they have the device turned on their own electronics also do not work Uh,
2: apparently it does work inside they do work inside this confused me yeah
1: i don't understand how so where exactly is that bubble is it just crossover yeah just when you cross over so when you get through it shouldn't it start working again uh, this is where I got very confused watching this episode
3: People Maybe pacemakers disrupting. die, right? When there's an EMP I, I hope so
1: I mean, I they, they, so. they,
3: they would definitely just die, right?
2: They just Probably blow up would. I mean, you're suggesting that Flint has a pacemaker because he's so old
3: uh,
2: Wow Take that, Flint Your free ride. So Let's
3: over. get to the good stuff Okay, there, so
1: there is Let's get to that bakery
3: yeah. G.I. Joe
1: will return after these messages Bearing Cobra Commander no longer has the ability to lead, Destro and Dr. Mindbender comb the tombs of the most evil
2: leaders in history, and from their genetic tissues produce a composite clone, the ultimate Cobra Emperor, Serpentor. Introducing Serpentor, the ultimate Cobra Emperor. Serpentor!
1: Serpentor! The most evil boa! G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe! Cobra! Cobra Emperor comes with air chariot. back to GI Joe. So let's get okay, my favorite deal. Pathfinder and Skydive basically uh Pathfinder says it's kind of weird we captured everybody, right? Yeah, I think that's kind of weird. Hey, didn't you say, like, Skydive, you had an informant who told us that they would all be in Lapland? Yes, I did. Can we just follow up on that informant? Because that seems awfully interesting. Okay, let's do that. So they go.
2: Uh, and well, I mean, he only did it after he, they did some manly bro I should have mentioned stuff, it. They were
1: doing an obstacle course. Super
2: homoerotic. Yeah, I loved
1: it. Like all
3: of G.I. Joe? Uh, A
1: little extra.
2: Most of it. I'll cut
1: back to the uh, season one uh, Wild Bill episode when they show in the background an obstacle course happening and Wild Bill is running around all the obstacles. (laughs) (laughs) And it's still one of my favorite moments in G.I. Joe. Never mentioned. It's just a thing in the background. I love it. And it's one of my favorite things ever. Um, They were going for; They were doing like zip lines and like vine rope swings over ponds. Mm -hmm. And it was was pretty cool. I like that. So we cut back to uh, uh, Cobra Commander Destro in the kitchen right now. And we have another gag where Metalhead is handed garlic. Somebody's in the kitchen with Cobra. Somebody's in the kitchen. I, know.
3: <laughs> I like it. I don't. I, like <laughs> I
1: don't it. at
2: all.
3: I think that's on brand for him. I think, I think if he's cooking by himself, he's going to sing... I think he's a delighted man when he's by himself, uh, he, he is, thinks he, But he's, he's not jo- by himself. He's, not. he's with
1: Destroyed Metalhead in <laughs> he's the kitchen. In they jail. don't count. He
3: has no respect for them.
1: I also don't think Cobra Commander would be doing his own cooking. Maybe I'm crazy. I, I think he's, I don't en- see he's
3: enjoying the me time inside the prison, and he's doing that scene where he cuts the garlic real thin from... Is it Goodfellas?
1: Mm, okay. Okay. I don't remember that, but I'll just go with it's you. It's
3: some Scorsese movie where mm. they cut the garlic real thin that it almost melts in the pan. It's
1: probably the middle three hours whole, of The Irishman. It's
3: a whole thing. It's just I a garlic-cutting demonstration.
1: <laughs> That's it's why it's good so long. Goodfellas. Um, okay, so then we have the ghost laughs uh, because the ghost freaks out Metalhead again by handing him the garlic from inside the pantry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which now that I think about it, since it's actually a person and not a ghost, how the hell did he get inside that bookshelf?
2: Uh, he's oh. got tunnels everywhere. Yeah,
3: okay. I thought he was okay. behind it. I thought he was in a tunnel behind it's the It's weird show. that
2: he would tunnel behind uh, specifically a pantry cabinet. That uh, seems a little weird.
3: <laughs> I mean, he probably did it originally to get extra food.
1: Okay, you know what? Okay. This all you know what? Mm. Yes, I'm fine with this now. Let's go to the bakery, guys. And what is the name of the where the informant is located? The informant works in a bakery named the Gina.
3: Raw Dog Bakery. <laughs> the
1: Raw Dog. And this is where the
3: episode won me all the way
1: it back. It
2: was actually the Raw Dog Pie Shop Ex- on the sign. Oh. Uh uh-huh. so. and, and
3: the Baroness is in there, and they start pieing her in the face. with. They start raw-dogging the Baroness. That's what I wrote in my notes. They're raw-dogging the Baroness. they got Listen.
2: lots of weapons. There's a lot of raw-dogging that happened throwing. in
1: this bakery.
3: They're throwing pies in her face. They she's are. Raw getting, dog bakery pie. She's getting
2: cream pied constantly <laughs> here in the, raw, in the dog. raw
3: dog. I feel like this so... is just the, the writers just giving a real big fuck you to the censors here. I
1: mean, they, I, I have to believe they put that out there not thinking it would get through and then we're delighted when somehow I, it got through. I think
3: they said, let's put this in there. Hopefully, the, the SP lady doesn't know what raw dog in it is. <laughs> no one mentioned it.
2: To be fair, raw dogging is, I, I don't think. Think it's a very old term. Oh, uh, it
3: had to be around in the nineties. Probably, back then. but let's it's, all Google it and then whatever comes I up. Tried, I, really I tried to engram it earlier and it
2: wasn't uh, popping yeah. up in so like in books, it wasn't showing up uh, as that terminology. So uh,
3: whatever I find, I'll just post on Ray's wall.
1: Okay, thank okay, you. If no you could problem. tag my wife with that, that'd yep, be yeah. great. <laughs> we haven't had a good ovipositor tag in a while. <laughs> um, so we tie up all the cobras because Gi Joe defeats them with as as you guys said pies. And they called out the flavors of each pie as they were throwing them. That was pretty awesome. And they said, we better go back and tell Gridiron. Immediately cut to them telling Gridiron and being like, fuck you. I don't believe it. Two of my very esteemed Joes who would never lie about this thing. Like why? Why does he dismiss them? Like he's a cop in an eighties B movie. Like he's just not wanting Wait, to. Wait, he
3: dismiss them after they already saw the Baroness. Correct. Oh, for some reason. Oh, that is. V- they
1: a come very back weird and they you know, "Well, that's point. just proof your informant was the Baroness. That's not proof of literally anything else." And it's like, look, this would not that's take a, a big leap in logic to think that maybe something's up.
2: Yeah, he said, "Our job is to protect the Comstock, uh, the lo- Comstock, Comstock. load." The Comstock.
3: Uh, the, by the way, it sounded like they were saying Cumstock most of the time. Yeah, the name of
1: the sub guys. Cumstock load is the Cumstock load.
3: Good thing we got that tip from the Raw Dog Bakery about the Cumstock load.
1: Guys, I have to believe they were—they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they got away with a lot let's, here. Let's let's
3: let's uh, pie the Baroness in the face while, while inside the Raw Dog Bakery to see if her intel about co- Cumstock cum
2: is
1: accurate. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, all that, all that is in this episode,
3: guys. Is this podcast the reason I'll never be president?
1: <laughs> this isn't the reason you won't be president. Mm. The,
3: the, the, the second that I announce my run for president, I no. need you to purge the record. It's
2: your basement full of young boys. It's going to be the first
3: no! thing. Wow! Not if they don't make it out alive and tell people.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> guys, the show just took a turn. Um, yeah the the fact that this like he says that it's our job to protect the Comstock load. Yeah. So literally, literally it's his goddamn job to find out if this intel was correct because it would mean that they were coming for the Comstock load which is right next to where they all are. He probably And the has fact something that this is the second time in this episode where uh s- someone has been uh deliberately ignorantly oblivious yep. and uh ignoring advice because they're uh, they have an ego problem mm-hmm. but they don't really it's not, not a theme. It just happens to be two things that are exactly the same that they just jammed in there because no one gave a shit. It's really yeah. irritating.
3: This is what I don't like about. Well, one of the things that I don't like about the the Deke era, <clears throat> it seems like uh, lazy writing. When it's okay, so why don't they figure this out? I don't know. They're dumb. Yeah, right. Like yeah. I feel like I feel like original series GI Joe Do- did a lot more to explain why they were duped. By certain things I,
1: and I think it has to do again with just I mean and not to take anything away from the delightful writers of series 2 but <laughs> the, they were a much more experienced crew doing exi- and they had a, something they were trying to say they were they they had a thing they were trying to do with the episodes in the show, so there wasn't as much wasted space. And even when they were just having fun, like the the Once Upon a Joe episode where they have the MacGuffin device, <laughs> and, and then they have cartoon characters of shipwreck that attack Cobra. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was hilarious, silly fun. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like they they were they they were trying to get to a premise in a bit, and they were way more successful to what you said because they were trying a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Like in this bit right here, we have the whole um they're playing. Town telephone um we where they cobra commander says a uh, uh, prison break at noon pass it down they pass it all the way down to metalhead who turns to the warden and says prison break at noon pass it on oh no <laughs> and, but what's amazing about this bit is this bit takes place at eleven fifty nine and 55 seconds they could have yeah, just said prison break point. now now <laughs> Because it happens the second that Metalhead blows the, blows the goose here. I guess that's
3: what it is. The original, the villains in, in series one were all very smart. Everybody was very good at what they did. They were very smart and very good at what they did. Uh, You know, the twins were very, yeah, they were all, they all seemed cunning. Like, oh crap. These people could take down a very organized military operation. Yes. These guys, they're so stupid that it seems like they can't. And then that, that makes G.I. Joe stupid. Yes. Because if you have stupid villains and you have to justify, well, if they're so stupid, then why didn't the... Good guys figure it out. Well, yeah. I guess the good guys are also stupid. And
1: even in this, because Cobra is bumbling <laughs> their way through this entire episode, and yet, and every one of these Deke episodes, they get they get their hands on the thing that they need, which just shows rampant incompetence in the Joe team. Which you know, and GI Joe, you could argue the competence as far as series series one goes. They made a lot of mistakes out there that we called out during all those episodes. But you felt like GI Joe, like, was actively trying to do a good job, and you felt that Cobra was competent and should be taken seriously as a threat. Yeah. You don't get either of those things in the Deke era and maybe that's why it feels so hollow uh, when we watch these episodes.
2: I mean I'm definitely watching a lot of uh, you know preschool content nowadays and most of those cartoons have a protagonist that's just like Oh, I fucked something up. Oh, I feel terrible. You know your Daniel Tigers and whatnot, who uh, you yeah, know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, are incompetent, and your the but child is supposed to children. identify them. Yeah, and a show like this, even if it's uh, TV aimed 7 at or younger kids, yeah, should be like these people mm-hmm. are cool. I want to be like them, aspirational, as opposed to like. Oh, I identify with them because they're so dumb.
3: Oh my God. This is everyone's right. This is the participation award era. Oh, I know. The, the, the original one was the 80s, oh. and it was you should try and be your best so you can be in G.I. Joe. And this one is everyone's stupid.
2: Gene is finally taking the red pill. I signed oh, up for boy. a
3: Roth IRA today, and now I am a Republican. <laughs>
2: the
1: second I, the second <laughs> I so signed Gina, up for it. Uh, how's your, uh, how was the Joe Rogan experience for you?
3: Oh, man, that guy loves his weed, and I love that guy. <laughs>
1: Uh, but Bernie, seriously, if you guys want to <laughs> get involved in some stock apps, I've got some. Anyway, my, so we get to the prison break at dude, It happens. It turns out, and I just want to hear, hey, the warden's actually the warden, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> but this is when,
3: when the prison break happens, the first thing I wrote, wrote down is that female warden is going to have some bad stuff happen. Bad stuff happen.
1: And then she, like, she, but what I appreciate about the warden is the only character in this episode I can fully say is competent. Yeah. Because she, 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 the the breakout happens. She's in the middle of the Cobra lunchroom. She gets out, goes to the armory, s- starts handing out weapons to all the people.
2: Yeah. no, That's, it's, that's it not a thing that a warden's no, supposed to do. Not even
1: a little bit, but I appreciate it. She didn't. No, it didn't work. She tried to do something. It didn't work, but I, I mean, gosh it. willing, she had the best plan. I'd be like, just start shooting. <laughs> they should have started shooting. Yeah, I mean, just
3: start shooting willy-nilly. We'll, we'll figure it out later.
1: Yeah. Uh, go, the ghost trips Metalhead uh, hilariously, so we're mm-hmm, we're doing mm-hmm. that. The warden has to surrender because they get uh, uh, encircled, and then Cobra takes Alcatraz. Next step, take the world.
3: And they put the female warden in a cell right next to Pathfinder. And- well,
1: Pathfinder hasn't been captured yet. Oh, okay. So here's the deal. Pathfinder has said, uh, I'm going to boat to the prison and see if there's a problem, and he finds that there's a problem, but then gets kidnapped immediately by Destro, and that Destro has some sort of fake voice-inator to radio back Pathfinder's voice saying, everything's fine. Uh, yeah. Everything's fine. Uh, how are you? <laughs> and then they put Pathfinder and the warden in a cell right next to each other.
3: Yeah. I think they're going to try and figure out a way to have sex between Th- through those, the jars. through the She's bars. still not into it. I know, but I think, I think they're going to get closer as the, the long days wear on. Okay, I think as that's, that's going to be part two. As they get
1: mentally destroyed inside. Yeah, I think yeah. they're going
3: to realize that they they're, they can only find solace in each other. Okay, and that's uh, how it usually happens. Friends mm-hmm. become enemies, enemies become friends. Uh, I
2: believe what Gina is saying is that anytime time a man and woman are together <laughs> in some sort yes. of work situation, it is expected for the woman to have sex with the man. Yeah, well, and so is, a man should yeah. always feel uh, comfortable. To just take that uh, liberty with well, her, yeah. I mean, especially in a prison, yeah. Uh huh.
3: You you've got it. You're gonna get horny in a prison. Look, I've watched enough prison shows to know that everyone mm. in prison is horny. How
2: many prison shows have you watched?
3: I've watched Orange Is the New Black.
2: Great. Mm-hmm. I watched
3: five minutes of the pilot of Oz. Great. That is I've, <laughs> I've watched uh uh the Wizard of Oz. Okay. I've watched that,
2: mm-hmm. No, no,
3: that's a
1: prison. That's a prison. I movie. mean, You'd I watched the wizard with the uh, power glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched
3: the wizard. I watched the Wiz. The
1: mm-hmm. Wiz. Now that's uh, definitely about horniness. I've taken a Wiz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Gina, to what you were saying before, I mean, uh, uh, your your newfound right-wing tendencies. I mean, you've been a lot of Mike Pence. Is what we're hearing right now, and the fact that men and women cannot be together without immediately going to bone town. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. true. That's true. Put Mike Pence in a prison cell next to a hot female warden. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and that's and that's why you're famously you will not go out to lunch with men so they can pick your brain because you're afraid <laughs> you'll just go straight to bone town on the table at that. Um,
3: if that's what it takes to get people to stop asking me to lunch to pick my brain, I, you can push that narrative. Wait a okay? minute,
2: you having sex with people you who go you go to lunch with is going to get men to stop having. <laughs> They're asking you out to lunch.
3: Oh wait, I didn't. I didn't think this through.
2: <laughs> no, 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 you're committed now, Gina. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you're gonna have to take those 22-year-old boys uh, from your you... basement and actually read their screenplays now.
3: No. And then take them out to lunch and and, and
1: have sex with They've them. They've
3: been working on them in the dark.
2: You liberal modern women.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, not even. Okay, so so okay, so metalhead is now inside the prison. Uh, and he's very, very scared, and then we have that weird scene we talked about before. With uh, you have to take him, Destro. Oh, I took him last time. Okay, fine, I'll take him. And I sort of here, I don't know what the hell's happening anymore. You it's know a what?
2: Weird. It, this, this, it's just weird. Here's the thing: if they're trying to normalize uh, gay marriage, okay, and this is a thing where uh, Destro and Cobra Commander are just a gay couple, just trying to make it in the world and yeah. trying to, you know, run a terrorist organization I, while I don't want that for raising their a child, then but I, understand I guess that. I'm okay with that.
1: Okay. It, it, if that helps get us to a better place, I can accept it. I don't like that for either of their character arcs. I'll go on the record saying that. I don't think that's being true to either character.
2: Oh, fine. You'll vote for a gay president, but you just won't vote for this gay candidate. <laughs>
1: Look, <I'll>, I... <laughs> I would love to vote for a gay president,
2: <laughs> just not Cobra Commander Industrial. <laughs> Look, who we have in the White House now is not worse than Cobra Commander. And hey, at least Cobra Commander can sing. Which yeah, is one true. more yeah. thing you're selling he, me on he this? He
3: exhibits joy at the very least, which which he,
1: is, he's capable of joy.
3: Yeah, he's capable of joy, and he's kept the same people around him for years, which is, is more than we can say for yeah. Now, everybody isn't trying parties. to like get
1: away from him, Although we haven't seen <laughs> Storm Shadow, Tomax, and Zaymok, Firefly, that's Major true. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people we haven't seen in a while. Coincidentally, it's a good um, point. Okay, so we get to the final act of this episode, which is Cobra finally attacks the sub, and they they pull a ruse. And I really, actually, if you have a sound pull of this, it's just Cobra saying "Run, run, we're beaten." Because when it happened at the moment, I was like, "What the? F- what is happening right now?" This is the laziest. But then I realized it was part of their trick. But if you're trying to trick somebody, wouldn't you want it to sound authentic? Run, run, we're beaten. Great job, Destro. Way to sell it. I really appreciate it. So this plan is actually pretty good. Cobra has a full frontal attack on the sub. G.I. Joe meets them. Cobra falls back. G.I. Joe follows up, which then leaves the sub unoccupied. So the backdoor troops of Cobra, stop it. The back, they, 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 no,
2: the backdoor troops were stationed at the Raw Dog. They were
1: stationed at the Raw Dog Bakery. And so and so they they have an un, unfettered access to the sub and I thought that was actually kind of a good plan uh not seen a lot in series 2 GI Joe this was a solid plan that they that works and I believe it uh, so I was that made me no happy tactics, Yeah sure. made me very happy Um <laughs> and so then we we got to call in Sky Patrol again because they're just they are machina sex Machina over and over again in this and the next episode and they say we have to do it we have to sink the cum stock load. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, watching this at lunch at work today, howled uproariously <laughs> when he says that in the most somber way possible. Uh, which then, this is when we bust out the secret weapon that we've been waiting for. Why is this sub important? Because it has the PM generator. It protects the sub. Everybody loses power. The Joes all crash. And as they are crashing, that is the end of the episode. Solid. Solid cliffhanger. I mean, what more do you expect?
2: Uh, something watchable is thats yeah, what I expect. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, Chan,
1: I got bad news. Uh. This is Series 2, Deacon. Listen, if we didn't promise the people that we were going to do every episode of G.I. Joe, we would have
2: skipped this, this chapter. In you history. say we like I didn't vigorously fight this <laughs> you did. every step of the way.
1: No, to be fair, you did get on board for a while until we actually started watching it, and you were like, I would like to revert to my previous position. Uh, Gina, how would you feel about this episode?
3: Uh, I like the Lady Warden. I like Raw Dog Bakery, and I like Dump and Cum Yes. Yeah.
1: And, and, and I like the military. I'm going to focus yeah. on the positive. There's enough to like about this episode. Uh, I first, I got halfway through it. I did write you guys F this entire episode. I was not happy about it. And then Raw Dog Bakery happened and I kind of went, okay. And that was like a
3: midpoint, yeah. I would say.
1: Yeah. And then Come Stock Load happened soon afterwards and I'm like, I'll, okay. I will okay. say
2: this is uh, uh, the first time we've seen Baroness in a long time. And <laughs> legit- I'm pretty sure that is the original voice actor. That is
1: Morgan Lofton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh,
2: so yeah, like a, a, and sh- she has a fairly prominent role. She isn't like a she it's, didn't get uh um fridged in a weird yeah. way like they d- did earlier in yeah. the season where like she she was just like a dummy who, you know.
1: That's a good she's, yeah. she's maybe the most competent member outside of maybe Storm yeah. Shadow. She is the most competent member of Cobra. And she is just treated so poorly by the writers of this show. The fact that she uh, she basically maintains her heat this entire episode. She she does her task successfully. Mm-hmm. She gets it done. She defeats G.I. Joe in a way that she gets away from them, at least when they get the drop on her. And then she kind of commands uh, a, a winning a battle at the end until eventually, you know, they get over. But like. Baroness Zarkin is strong, and I appreciated that as well.
3: And Mm. I feel like two women in the episode that's probably more women than we've seen in all the Deke episodes.
1: Spoiler alert in episode part two, we're going to add Lady J as well. And she actually has lines. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And she surprised me.
3: She talks to people. Her lines aren't just, uh, uh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And not a great use of Lady J compared to before, but at least we get her. Yeah. And she's not horribly bastardized like other characters have been.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, and that's the yeah. episode, guys. Part one: D Day at Alcatraz. Come on back next week, and we're gonna do part two of D Day at Alcatraz. How about that, Chan? It
2: it doesn't get any better than this. It only it g- doesn't get any better than this. Yeah. Every day is is a torture.
1: winding road. Guys, I do have good news though. And this is very exciting. We are almost to the end of season one of series two. Oh man! There's only a handful of episodes to go, and we will be on the final season, season two of series two.
3: I can't wait for shipwreck to show up. Uh, okay, I can't Gina. Wait to, I'm for sorry. No job to show up. I mean, that's what they do at the at the ends of the ends of shows. They always have favorite characters come back,
1: sure, yeah, like a feel good moment. I've mentioned it before. How would you feel about a clips show reminiscing Metalhead's <laughs> story arc as the final episode of series two? I would. That's what you're about to I get. would kill both of you. <laughs> that's a bad way to end in the show. An
3: unexpected way.
1: Thankfully, we still have resolute renegades. And um, blame
3: your spouses. And the
1: live-action movies we still have to talk about. So, like, there's plenty of GI Joe still to do.
3: And then when your spouses are both in jail, I'd steal your pets.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's
2: fine. You can have them. That's fine. <laughs> are you gotta... including the children as pets? I assume.
3: No, hell no. They're on their own.
2: All right. Fair enough. <laughs> So guys, you got anything you want to plug before we end this episode?
1: Uh, Gina, do you have any shows that you're working on or comic books you wrote or anything like that? I don't know. Okay, moving <laughs> on.
2: Do you you literally don't know, do you? <laughs> Where am <laughs> I?
1: She's, she's, she's it out.
3: The I pills are wearing it. off.
1: The pills are wearing off. She's remembering. Mother? Mother? She's sentient.
3: What? Well, I would never willingly do a G.I. Joe podcast. <laughs> Little did you know all
1: those years ago. <laughs> uh, Chan, anything you want to plug?
2: Uh, WW Recap. It's a yeah, you know, a wrestling podcast. That's
1: pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'd like to plug. Uh, well, first off, uh, we had a, somebody reach out to us from Israel, which is very, very exciting. And I and I don't have his name in front of me, and I apologize for that, sir. But you were a delight. Uh, uh, and uh, he mentioned to us that the ser- season two. Uh, series one sunbow season two episodes, if that made sense to anybody, I already blew it. Uh, a lot of them were not on the main feed at all, which is a mistake. Uh, I think it was when the, when the interplay happened with the, the boardwalk audio stuff. I think we're allowed to talk about it now. we talked about it before. Um, <laughs> And a lot of those episodes, I think, were there. They went away as maybe a precaution, and then I never put them back on again. So even though they are not Boardwalk audio episodes, they didn't make it back to the feed. Oh,
2: they've been gone that whole they've time? They've been
1: gone this whole time. So uh, oh, I just put up on uh, Tuesday of this week, uh, Gray Hairs and Growing Pains, that amazing Flint Dilly episode. Uh, no, is that Glamour Girls? No, Gray Hairs and Growing Pains is not, I don't, that's the one where they all the Joes become children. And and Lady G has to fight with no pants on uh, as a small child and it gets real weird. So with we, that episode is back up in the feed earlier this week, you might've noticed it. So go ahead and check that one out. If you missed it in the first time around, or if you just want to revisit it. It was like a January, early January episode of like 2017. You guys, it's been a while. Holy crap. It's been a hot minute. So anyway, uh, I want to plug that the who would win show. You should check that show out as well. It's a big joy. Go to whowouldwinshow.com. You can check that. Uh, otherwise you can hit us up. Facebook.com slash knowing us have the podcast. Join our sh- page, join our group. Join all the things. You can go to patreon.com slash knowing at the podcast. We have a new patron as of the last month. So, uh, uh, again, I'd have your name in front of me, but I'm a terrible person. I will find it for a future episode, and I will say your name on air because you deserve it. Thank you very much for being a patron. And that's patreon.com (laughs) slash knowing at the podcast. I'm blowing this. Guys, otherwise, you can hit us up at G.I. Joe podcast on Twitter or individually. I am at Almighty Ray at
2: 999 RPMs.
1: I'm at Gina Ippy. And so until next week. Keep your Alcatraz D Dayed and your What? And and your metalheads childlike. Oh god. That's the saying, right? the hold on go, tight go. You got to do the fighting with all of go, your might go. You got to keep the target straight ahead of your go. side